Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Watch This. It is Thursday, April 14th, 2022. Now, we missed Tuesday, and I have a very good excuse for that. I am in Spain. I'm in Europe. Yes, Europe. I'm traveling. I love to travel. Have you guys... Did you do travel? When? Did, where are you traveling to? Did you travel? Did you go to Europe? Where did you go in Europe? This is the most fun part of traveling and going to Europe is that you get to tell people that you traveled and that you went to Europe. That's basically the reason why people go. I'm gonna do a recap when I get home to the studio. Right now, I'm just in the apartment here in Madrid and I have a little bit of a crummy setup. I just mean my laptop and these little headphones. So we'll go into greater detail what I think about Europe when I get back. But for the most part, what you need to know is that I'm here and you're there and it sucks for you. That's mostly what people do when they're in Europe. So I get to say it now. All right, so these three stories that we're talking about today, um, there's not much news that's going on. I've been gone, but not much has been happening. Not much has been uh, going on in the world. The three stories that we're going to discuss are that shooting that was in New York, that shooting in the subway station, um, that guy who just opened fire in the train. What a crazy story. Did you guys hear what happened? I, I've been on vacation, so I haven't been following the news. But this guy, he, he came into the metro station with these like smoke canisters, like you see in movies before they rob banks. And he threw two smoke canisters into the metro station or the metro train. And then he started shooting at the crowd. It's a crazy, crazy story. It set off a manhunt that lasted 29 hours uh, where they finally caught the suspect. So, you know, they say that like, you know, oh, the cops don't solve cases, but it seems like when they decide like they want to solve one, they really do it. Uh, I'm going to read from this NBC News article. A gunman rampaged in packed New York City subway car Tuesday morning set off a frenzy search that ended about 29 hours later with an investigation spread across multiple states. While state and federal authorities now focus on a potential motive for why the gunman did it, police say that they believe Frank James 62 opened fire and wounded at least 10 people during a rush hour commute. So imagine you're on a train, the doors open at a random stop, this guy walks in, throws 10 gas canisters, smoke fills the train, and then they start shooting. It was a pretty crazy sight, apparently. People were coming out um, and, you know, bleeding, and there was smoke everywhere, and people were yelling and running away. With such a sprawling and vigorous pursuit, law enforcement experts has expected him to be found relatively quickly as members of the FBI Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, that's the ATF, and the U.S. Marshal and the Department of Homeland Security all banded together to try to catch this guy, and they did. And it turns out the way that they caught him was that the shooter had come into the uh, metro station with a bag with these three gas canisters and his gun. And what else did he have in there? Some fireworks that he ended up not uh, shooting off. And he had a pair of keys, and they were keys to a U-Haul. So they tracked this U-Haul down because some guy called and was like, hey, there's a U-Haul parked in front of my building. Hasn't moved in a couple days. They went to it. They matched the key. They found that this guy was um what is his name who cares about his name he's a bad shooter he's a mean guy the shooter described by witnesses as being five foot five and 180 pounds seemed to vanish into the chaos police were trying to determine where he fled or escaped up the tunnel because apparently the camera in the train station wasn't working but uh, a good old-fashioned um you know police investigation they were able to track him down using this u-haul van so Pretty impressive. They found him in 29 hours, so just over a day. He was walking down the street where police actually saw him, recognized him, and arrested him. 
and they have him in custody. But again, we're trying to find out what his motive was for doing this. I mean, you look at the guy, he, you know, it's just like, you know, so sad that he did something like this. And you wonder why anybody could ever do, not that there would be a motive that would make sense for a story like this. Okay, what else are we talking about? Like I said, there's really nothing going on in the world. I was trying to find out what was happening, what's the breaking news, what's going on. There's really nothing, nothing that you really need to know. CNN has this article where they talk about uh, the Russian military. I thought it was pretty interesting. What images of Russian trucks say about its military struggles in Ukraine. And basically what they talk about is that all of the Russians' military equipment is a bunch of garbage. It's a bunch of old, crappy trucks that don't work and are like breaking down and are just terrible. And it's one of the reasons why they're having so much trouble because they need to actually drive in all of their supplies into Ukraine. One of the guys who writes this article, he mentions that the weapon is not the tank. The weapon is the missile that they shoot at Ukraine. And how do you get the missile? Well, you have to drive it in with a truck, right? So Russia is actually really far. Well, it's on the border of Ukraine, but these military bases, not all of them are close to Ukraine. So they need to drive everything in with trucks. And they're having a lot of difficulties because literally their old trucks are breaking down on the way. Something as simple as that. I don't know if you guys remember this notorious 40 mile convoy of Russian tanks and armored vehicles. And it was on its way to Ukraine and it was coming for Ukraine. And I don't know if you guys remember that. I was always wondering like, where is this, where is this friggin' convoy? And it turns out it was like stopping every like 20 minutes because one of the cars in the convoy is breaking down. Imagine how many trucks are in a 40 mile convoy. Now you have them breaking down, overheating, you know, tires. They talk about how all of the tires on these Russian vehicles are all cracked and finished and they keep getting flat tires. And so really Russia's military is really, really pathetic. If you read the article, you see some of these pictures of these old trucks. They look like, literally, they look like trucks from the 1940s that they're using out in Russia. These old systems, these old uh, engines and just burning oil. And it's just, I mean, it's one of the reasons why they're so unsuccessful is something as simple as a truck, which carries people, supplies, food, you need to have them and they're breaking down in Russia. So I thought that was an interesting story. Sheds a little bit of light on why Russia has not been able to so quickly take over Ukraine, something as simple as their truck. All right, the last story that I wanna get to is um, just the CNN travel piece, just since I'm traveling this week. And again, I'm sure everybody wants to know about my trip. All of the people out there listening, they're so curious about what I'm doing. Um, well, I'll tell you guys that a little bit later. I need to think about how I want to talk to you guys about the trip because I've seen a lot of things, a lot of stuff has happened, and uh, I, want, I don't want to screw it up. It's, a, it's an interesting story. It's an interesting trip. Um, so we'll talk about it next week, not Tuesday. We'll be back next Thursday. So when are we going to be back? We're going to be back on Thursday the 21st. That's when I'm going to tell you all about the big trip. But something I thought was interesting, CNN Travel put out this travel guide of the top 10 places that people are traveling to. And the title is the world's top city destinations in the COVID era. So apparently after COVID, people decided that they wanted to go to new places and new cities. So the number one destination that people are going to after COVID, Mark, should we go in order of the best to the worst or the 10 to one? Uh, worst to, one to best, one. right? You save the best for last. Yeah. Okay, good. That's, that's smart. Okay, let me skip. They start at number one. So let's, let's skip to the end. So the tenth most populous place, the tenth most popular place that people travel to is Barcelona. That's a city that I was in uh, just a few days ago. Nice city, Mark. You ever been to Barcelona? No, unfortunately, I have not. It's it's a nice city. It's a nice city. Um, it's in Europe, right? That's all you need to know. That's crazy. Okay? That's all you need to know. It's in Europe. All right. Have you been to Europe, Mark? I have actually. <laughs> well, 
If you hadn't, then I have. <laughs> no, I've been to uh, uh, Germany. I've been to Italy. I've been to Austria. I've been to the it's UK. Cool. Well, you've been to more places than me. Then I'm the one who's getting shamed. Then. <laughs> this is pretty much my first time in Europe. But um, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people here, a lot of the places are similar. I mean, they're, they're different in their own way. But I think that the, the big change is from Europe to North America, just how it's so much less commercial here. Um, and it seems life here seems to be more focused on quality of life than on like profit. Even, I don't know if that's controversial for me to say, but, um, there's just, there's no billboards here. You know, it's not as commercial. It's something as simple as a license plate. A license plate here just has numbers on it. You know, in Miami, it's like Miami likes auto mall and like your favorite sports team. And like, you know, it's very commercial here. It's like life is a little bit different, a lot less commercial. That's the one thing I've taken away from it so far okay so number 10 is barcelona number nine munich and germany so mark did you go to munich when you went to i did okay so what do you think of munich well i was in high school then so not too much uh crazy shenanigans going on but uh you know okay. the one thing you do see about these cities especially in germany uh a lot of the buildings are like they're new but they look old because they rebuilt the cities after the war ah so like they try to, re to rebuild it as much as possible to the original spec Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Wow. So they're they're old, but they're not that old. They're 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 trying to make them look old, basically. Yeah, trying to just like bring it back to what it was before uh, all the bombing and stuff like that. But yeah, I think Europe in general, what's crazy about it is that the buildings there are old compared that's to like true. North America. It's like you're gonna have a building that's what maybe at the most three hundred years old. Yeah, exactly. And that's considered super old for us. No, here you're right about that. Here, everything is you know very very old and uh and in you know in miami especially it's glass and modern and you, you don't see that here there's not really that sort of gentrification push here there's not like skyscrapers going up everywhere there's a lot of renovations going on here but not a lot of like new construction that's definitely one thing i've noticed okay so number nine we said was munich number 10 was barcelona number eight is london london looks like a really cool city i'd love to travel there mostly because they speak English there. It's been a little bit difficult for me here in Spain. I mean, people do speak English, but um, it's not like, you know, that's not what they speak here. They speak Spanish and they're doing their thing. And I'm kind of coming in like raining on their parade, you know, like trying to speak English to them. So it's been a little bit tough. You know, most restaurants that you're going to go to, they'll speak English, but maybe the cab driver doesn't speak English, you know? Um, and that can be difficult, but it's also kind of fun because you got to kind of figure your way out. So London is number eight. That's pretty cool. Number seven is New York, and it's the only American city on this list. So America's got to get their stuff together. Um, I feel like New York's always a big travel destination. I don't know that that changed much with COVID, but New York is number seven. Number six is Berlin. So another city in Germany. Imagine that Germany gets two and the United States only gets one. That's kind of crazy. Rome, Italy, number five. Rome is super famous because it's got a bunch of old stuff like Mark was talking about. Uh, is that a good representation of what it has? Mark? Yeah, it has a bunch of old stuff. That's a pretty good uh, a bunch of <laughs> description of Rome. Yeah, but they haven't maintained it well. You know, the Colosseum is falling apart. Looks like shit. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Uh, no restructuring bills to fix the Colosseum. No, exactly. They need to. They need to modernize it a little bit. Maybe put some glass in there. Put some an infinity pool or something like that. Uh, we got to get the Miami architects down there. But Rome has got a bunch of uh, old stuff. You know, from back in the. Back in the olden days, the Romans, did the Romans live in Rome, Mark? Is that a thing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that makes sense then. I know the Romans are super old, so there you go. Uh, Madrid, number four. Madrid is the city I'm in right now. Madrid is a cool city. 
if you want to experience Spain, it's a very cool way to do that. Um, it's kind of a bustling city. There's a lot going on here, a lot of people, but it's very cute. Even though it's a very busy city and there's lots of people, they still have kept, you know, these small streets with the little cars and everybody walking around and the little cafes. See, the thing in America is if you have a cafe that's doing well, you, uh, you like buy the place next door and you break down the wall and you like do the same thing again. And then you open up the upstairs and then next thing you know, you have a, a mega cafe and then you open three more locations and then you put your face on a billboard and it doesn't really work that way here. If the cafe is popular here, it's popular. People are going to line up for it, but that's it. That's all. They're not like into pushing out. So you have all these like tiny little places, all these little gems and it's really fun. So Madrid is a cool way to experience Spain and Europe in a nutshell. Amsterdam, number three, Amsterdam, very cool. It's got that river in the middle. Also very popular because of the uh, marijuana, which is legal there. So people like to go there and smoke and do, uh, I believe, mushrooms, Mark. Mark, they, they do mushrooms in, in uh, Amsterdam, right? I think they do all sorts of things. Yeah, they do all sorts of things. That's true. Oh, there, there's prostitution as well, which is apparently legal there. I don't know if it's legal, but it seems to be uh, decriminalized to a certain extent. So Amsterdam, but also very beautiful. Dubai, number two. Dubai, which is kind of, uh, that's far. Dubai, Dubai is very far. Dubai. Dubai, which is in the, is that in the United Arab Emirates? Yes, it is. Okay. Dubai, the United Arab Emirates. And that's where the tallest building in the world is, the Burj Khalifa. Uh, Dubai, which is on the Persian Gulf. So probably very beautiful. It's got a view of that. Um, and if you're looking to explore that area, I mean, if you can afford it, this seems like a really cool place to go, but it uh, seems like a very expensive destination. Would you say that's the most expensive on this list? Um, like yeah, probably. But they also yeah. do really want people going there for tourism. So they want people to see, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly, but it's a very wealthy city, so I, I assume it's expensive. Yeah, I would think so too. I would think so too. You can fly Emirates to go there, and and apparently, like flying first class Emirates is very cool. I've heard that. Um, I think it's like fifty thousand dollars, but if you can afford it, you know, more power yeah, to you. Never happening in my lifetime. Mark, what do you think the number one city? on this list is. Do you want me to recap? So number two is Dubai, number three, Amsterdam, four, Madrid, five, Rome, six, Berlin, seven, New York, eight, London, nine, Munich, and 10, Barcelona. What is number one tourist city? Uh, Paris? Paris, you got it, baby. Paris is number one, and they got a picture of the Eiffel Tower here. Paris is definitely, you know what? I think tourists, what tourists like today, what pe pe makes people go places is the pictures, right? Like I was joking about earlier in the show, the best part of going to Europe is saying you went to Europe. How do you tell people you went to Europe? You post it on, you know, Instagram, you know, you, you'll, you'll fit it into the conversation. Believe me, people who went to Europe, they'll tell you about it. They'll fit it into the conversation, but they also want to post about it on, uh, on social media. So how do they do that? Well, they want to take a picture in front of a landmark. There's not that many landmarks in Madrid that I could take a picture that you could be like, oh, he's in Europe. I mean, I could, you know, just do it in front of an old building and you could probably assume or I could do it in front of some of the cars, you know, you wouldn't recognize the cars. But to, to, you know, the best way to do it is to do it in front of something that you're going to recognize. So like Big Ben or, um, you know, the Eiffel Tower. So I think Paris is very popular because it's got a lot of those spots where people can take the pictures in front of the landmarks. Am I wrong, Mark? No, you're right. People love talking about the European uh, excursions. And uh, Eiffel Tower is number one on the list. People love the Eiffel Tower. It's true. It's, it's the spot to be. I mean, I'm, I'm actually going to Paris this weekend. And... But look I mean, at you. I'm, it's two two on the list. <laughs> there you go. And I can just, actually three. Barcelona was number nine. Oh, that's right. I got three. 
Um, but I think um, I think I'm going to be surprised by the number of people taking pictures with their phones and doing the videos. You know what? I'm going to be taking a picture as well um, so that I can show everybody that I was there because if I don't take a picture, it's like I didn't go. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But that's that's pretty much that. I don't know. Has, have I missed anything, Mark? What's going on in the world? I, I feel like I'm in a different planet here. Uh, I think besides the awful tragedy in New York, uh, obviously the you know stuff going down in Ukraine, uh, I really don't yeah. know anything that's you know too crazy. Also, this week I've been keeping it very, very, very chill. Yeah. Very, very, and, you? you know, like very chill. Uh, no social media diet this week, so. Okay, good. Well, you know what? As you should. But I think that's pretty much it. I think that's all that happened. And obviously, the tragedy in New York was terrible. But I don't think anybody died in it. I think we had 10 people injured. Nobody died. And luckily, we caught the gunman, which is good. Um, yeah, I, I think that he was a complete amateur, really helped out. Because uh, right. if you throw a smoke uh, bomb into a subway car, you're not going to see anything. And the right. fact that uh, he didn't kill anyone is kind of a miracle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, th he fired 33 rounds, didn't kill anybody. So, in in a packed city sub like subway car in New York, it's 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 almost surprising. But um, we're grateful for that. We're grateful that they that they were able to catch him in 29 hours, and uh, he'll probably spend the rest of his life in jail. So, well, Mark, that's uh, that's all I got for you guys today. What do we go? We went 23 minutes. That's not too bad. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, today is Thursday. Next Tuesday, we're going to be off again. We took off last Tuesday. Um, and we're going to be off next Tuesday as well because I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be traveling from Paris back to Miami. Um, I'm going to be very tired. I'm going to be very jet lagged. I'm also going to tell you about how jet lagged I am. People who travel to Europe love to talk about that as well. Oh, it's the so best excuse in the world. It's like, oh, I can't. I'm jet lagged. <laughs> exactly. I will be using it to arrive late to work for the next three weeks or as long as I can push it. Um, but uh, that's pretty much it for me. So uh, we'll check in with you next thursday the 21st that's exactly one week from now i'll be back in miami back in the studio and i'll have all my thoughts together and i'll be able to tell you what i really thought about europe so mark thank you for setting us up today and we'll see you then